take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live, you know I got mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We're talking fantasies, fucks, and Doing what I do because I do it for you all day, every day. And you know what? There is no other way. Uh, there's plenty of information to talk about, plenty of news going around. But before I get to that, we want to welcome back in our long lost cousin. Not sure what happened to him, you know, but it's okay. It's okay. I understand people get tied up and busy. Ducking them when they gotta pay him and all that, but it's okay. We're gonna bring them back in. JTATM money. Bless the people with your voice. What's up, my man? How you been? And it, it, it's it's uh, it's a great day, great weekend. Looks like I'm going to um, uh, my promise of what I said earlier in the fantasy. Baseball season is going to come to fruition. Um, I no. came, I saw, and I conquered. Hello. No, 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 oh. no, no. Oh, you no. can't deny it. You can't deny it. <laughs> Excuse me. I can deny it all day if I want to. And I will. And, but, but the truth will set you free, my brother. And the truth is in the black and white. <laughs> Whatever. We may <laughs> talk about that if we get some time, ladies and gentlemen. We may talk about it. But that he doesn't want to go that route because he, he'll be proven wrong numerous times. No, no, no. Numerous. No, 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 no. Listen. Numerous. Numerous times. But it, that's okay. It, it, uh, I, 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 the master plan tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, when I talk about all the fantasy, before I get to that, I will talk about the fantasy baseball. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. So we don't talk about it now. Now see. It definitely will be addressed tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Well, you might as well get ready to address it tomorrow morning because that's about it. <laughs> then you know what, what the deal is. You know what the deal is, people. You know I what's happening. Know. You don't know. Now you, now you claim... Um, Ignorance and and, and uh, a, a great great loss of memory, but that's okay. I understand. I, I, I understand. You know what? I believe Oliver North said it be- best. I do not recall. recall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's all right because it's me. It's me. It's the master plan, JT. It's me. Are you trying to imitate somebody? Are you trying to imitate no, the the best there no, is, man. the best there was, no. the best that there ever will be? G-O-A-T, man. <laughs> yes, I know I am. Anyway. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. How you been, man? I got tied up 
I tried to get I tried to get to you, brother, but um, uh, by the time I got to you, you were gone. I think you put in about an hour, maybe close to an hour, and then you were gone. Yeah, body was not uh, up to it. Oh um, people, he's yeah, almost half my stressing. Almost half yeah. my age, and, and I have and more energy than, than you could ever have. That's because you're lazy. You're you're standing on the couch right now. You you know I, I'm working all the time, but it's okay. I'm it's working okay. all the time. I'm working all the time too to to Look, give the best knowledge uh, and oh, information please. to people who listen to my voice. Whether it's Thursday night 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is the FSB Crew Show, or it's on Saturday 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know, on the FSP show, or last Here but not least, time on the master plan. Talking fantasy sports, we'll break down each and every game tomorrow. Are you not finished? Wins Are you losses. finished? No, no. Wins and losses, not wins and losses. We talk about this today, but tomorrow we're talking about fantasy. Every game, break down every relevant as much as I can. Every relevant fantasy uh, uh, position. Give you winners and losers. Give you busts and, and, and dudes and busts or whatever you want to call them. But, uh, and sleepers. It's my time of season, and I know Victor loves fantasy football too, but this is my season. 2016 is the season of JT, A.K. the Master. I'm sorry, man. I feel good today. but no, It's okay because we've heard that same old tired story over and over again. We've heard it. And okay. the only yeah, one to deliver, the only one to deliver five times, five times, five times championships in one season is me, Mr. FSP. Good. I'm happy for you. Sure. And, and it, 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 that's 2016 <laughs> or was that the 2015 season? And tell me, it what year last, are we in right now? It was last football season. And we oh, just began. We bad. just began. Oh, okay. I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that when, you, when you're talking about who constantly delivers, because that's the past as well. But I'm not going to toot nobody's horn. I understand. With that, I understand. Being, with that being said, I'm ladies sorry. and gentlemen. I don't want to take over your show, man. Go ahead. Oh, you're not. You're not. My voice is kind of gone anyway, so I um, it's cool. I see that. Oh, it was just give me a little bit more open. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, it, it was worse last week, dude, for real. Um, after really? all that yelling, okay. yeah, I did a lot of yelling on the sideline last week. And this week, oh. I, I, oh, really? I, I tried, yeah, I tried not to yell. And maybe had I yelled, they would have performed better. But, um, yeah, so Ooh. it went down like that. But anyway. Sound like you uh, sustained a win last week and sound like you got a loss this week. Yeah, buddy. But okay. it's okay. It's okay. You know what the we're, we're gonna try. Well, I know where the issues are because they're the same issues we had last week. And mm-hmm. I'm going to move some people and okay. see what happens. But okay. let, let me get back to the show. No, 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 no. Um, we have, what, five or six seniors four of which played last year, two of which is their very first time playing, but they're oh. beasts. I have 
three juniors and the rest of sophomore and freshmen of which mm-hmm. of which 80 percent of that group have never played organized football before that's what i think good luck yeah i know wow i know wow so um we're gonna see what we can do with some of them we're gonna see All right. okay but anyway um, today, Jerry and I are going to discuss what happened uh, during the Thursday Night Football Contest. We're going to prepare mm-hmm. you for Sunday's games. Uh, was Cam targeted, in my opinion? Uh, I'll let you yeah, know. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. Can the Broncos win if they play like they did on Thursday night? Uh, players such as Grunk, Jamal Charles, and a few others are out for week one already. Will already? this situation go... Yeah, well, this situation go on to week two, and how do these uh, situations affect your fantasy season at the beginning? Um, Marshawn Lynch is rumored to say that he's not done yet. That's Seattle could use him. Well, Dang. Seattle could use him. No, no, no way. And we could talk about that too because uh, I think you're totally off base with that one. But whatever, it's all right. We don't care what you think. <laughs> I know. But, I know that, but that's okay. But, I'm going to voice my uh, opinion anyway. Well, no, you are, because you're just a rude, crude old dude. But it's all good. I'm proud of you. Um, yeah. Also, if we get time, we're going to talk about Phil, CM Punk, uh, coming out. Brooks, Phil. Let me do it right. Phil CM Punk Brooks coming uh, into the octagon for the very first time later on today. Really? Hey, don't don't knock the hustle, dude. Listen, Mm. and that's what it's a hustle. Hey, Golubkin's fighting. um, I think his name is Brown or or Booker. Supposed to be the big fight going on this weekend too. Don't want to talk about Ooh, that because it's Booger. I think it's Booker. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I just I was just a joke. So, book. Well, yeah. So 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 is boxing, but we're not going to talk about that. So anyway, um, let's get to football here. It's finally back, um, and it came out in a big big way Thursday night, going down to the last play of the game um we've got yeah it came that, i don't know if you saw it or not but uh, i looked at alert on my phone i saw yeah i saw the game i saw the game and and, and uh um i'll let you finish and then i'll i'll, I'll uh, i'm sorry i'll let you finish and then i'll get my two cents go ahead okay um it came to us in a flurry uh it looked like Denver had not lost a beat with the run game and passing game, even looked pretty uh, good. They actually came out five straight plays passing the ball. And then the rookie, speaking of bookers, fumbled the ball on his very first carry after C.J. Anderson gashed the right side of uh, or the left side of the Carolina defense. Um Booker comes in, proceeds to put the ball on the ground, and Cam Newton and company proceed to go downhill or down the field 
and score. Huh. Good old reliable. And I say good old reliable because he's going to become very reliable now that he's back. Kelvin Benjamin, uh, who went for six passes, 91 yards in the touchdown. I believe he had 12 targets. That's one way. That's one way to get stuff uh, to a guy that's trying to come back and prove some well, things. You're right about that. Um, but after that, Denver gets the ball back. Goes downfield, moving. And then a, a, a Carolina defender, uh, a lineman at that, makes a very solid uh, play by tipping the ball and catching it on the interception. Carolina goes on the field. They don't get a touchdown. They then get a field goal. And Denver gets the ball back. Punts. Uh, Carolina gets the ball. I think goes downfield again. And uh, kicks another field goal. Just before the half, Denver goes back downfield, driving, looking beautiful. Interception. Uh, overthrows uh, or underthrows uh, in the NFL, you're wide open if you got separation. So underthrows Mr. Sanders, and uh, the DB makes a great play on the ball and intercepts it. Carolina goes back down, kicks field goal. Now the score's 13 to nothing, I believe, and Denver's reeling. Well, well, well. The tide turns. All of a sudden, you see a lot of shots to Cam Newton's head, uh, a lot of uh, uh, situations that warrant and has brought about investigations by the NFL into the safety of uh, what happened with Cam Newton. Not sure if that was uh, too little too late, but Denver gets back back in the game. Denver ultimately wins the game off of a missed 50-plus yard field goal by Graham Gano. And my question, Barry, other than Brandon Marshall losing his his uh, credit union endorsement, because I know you can go on about that subject, but I don't want you to, um, is Denver flat? Uh, is Simeon not uh, the type of guy that um, can lead this group of, of players, experienced players, without turning the ball over and, and, and putting them in a bad way? And were they actually the better team that night, or was it uh, just luck that came out and won the game? Go ahead. All right. Um, if if the uh, people who had listened to me on Monday, uh, um, I had a special edition of the Master Plan. I had said that Cam Newton, I didn't think was going to have a good game. I thought he was going to have 225 to 250 in passing yards, uh, one touchdown, and at least one interception. In reality, Cam Newton had 194 yards, less than what I called for, 
one touchdown, and he did have one interception. And I said he was going to get sacked at least once or twice, at least twice. He also, which, he also ran for a touchdown. I understand that. Just, listen, just let me finish. I understand that, okay? And he got sacked about – he got sacked three times. But he ran for a touchdown, okay? So uh, if you equate the uh, yardage and the, and the uh, touchdowns, it's about what I call for. I also said that Trevor Simeon was going to have about 180 yards, 180, 190 yards, pass for a touchdown, and have at least one interception. He had two, and he got sacked a couple times. And I also said on the show that this was going to be a uh, defensive-minded game, very tough game, uh, and it was. Uh, and I think this, I said it's going to boil down to a running game, and it did because C.J. Anderson went off. Jonathan Stewart, who I really didn't like for anyone to play, um, ran the ball 15 compared to C.J. Anderson, but C.J. Anderson had 92 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Jonathan Stewart only had 64 yards. Um, decent average, 4.3, but he didn't get into the end zone, and C.J. Anderson got into the end zone twice, one on the ground and the other one in the air. Um, luck? Anytime a team gets into position to kick a field goal, and uh, if those who watch the game, uh, some coaches do it, some coaches don't. Gary Kubiak um, decided to ice, try to ice the kicker and call the timeout. Graham Gano kicked it anyway at their practice kick and kicked it through the uprights. So that, that's pretty much a confidence, uh, a confidence builder for a kicker when he, he can – Put it through the uprights, even though it's not real life, uh, an act of play. So I'm thinking that in the next kick, regardless of what happens, this guy's going to repeat the same thing because he's got a practice kiss. He's got a he's got a little bit more confidence. It's going to work. Kubiak couldn't watch. He was squatting on the sidelines with his head down toward the ground because he didn't want to see what was happening. Let let the crowd dictate and his players dictate on the sidelines and the noise uh, what happened uh, after the play was over. Why naturally, everybody who saw the play, Graham Gano kicks it instead of wide right like they had uh, Scott Norwood in the Super Bowl, uh, and Buffalo winds up losing. It was wide left. Graham Gano misses. Carolina goes down by one point. Um, very hard fought game. I thought Denver was going to win the game. I thought they that the, uh, it was going to be by a more wider margin than that. Not much wider, but I thought they were going to win the game um, because. Uh, like I said on Monday show, Styles makes fights, and it seems like, and, when I, and what I meant by that is, some some teams, some players, no matter what they did, and I said this last last year when when um, Kansas City was playing, um, uh, I forget who they were playing, uh, the Nemesis, they were playing Denver, and a fluke play, Jamal Charles fumbles the ball, uh, Denver picks it up, and eventually they eventually win the game. When when uh, uh, Kansas City had a game in hand, style makes fights. Just it doesn't make a difference. It just seems like no matter what some teams do, they can't seem to get over the hump. And I thought that was going to happen on Monday night, and that's what happened. You done? Yes, I am. Okay. Well, the follow-on question is: Is can Simeon, you know, lead this team based upon what you saw? Uh, lead this team back to the Super Bowl or even back to the playoffs. 
Uh, I don't know about the Super Bowl, but back to the playoffs with the kind of defense that they consistently play, even though they lost pieces from that defense um, over the over the off season, I can't see a reason why they can't. The reason why I'm saying that is because the quarterback, first time out of the gate, never took a legitimate snap other than one kneel down in the NFL, um, and afforded himself, in my opinion, from what I saw, very well. And I would only see that he can grow from that. And I can only see that the coaching staff, uh, um, now they have him in live action against the ones for a full game. They got a full game tape against a very good defense that threw everything but the kitchen sink at him to get him rattled and to get him off his game. And he handled it well. Uh, I know they they got if some people say they got lucky, but it's that's just the bounce of the game that they, they didn't win, that they uh, won the game. But I think that this kid's got a lot to grow on, grow with, I should say. He's got a lot of upside, um, and he was pretty poised uh, and not rattled, even though he threw two interceptions and got sacked twice. Okay, so let's look at the other side of the ball and the other team, mm-hmm. Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. First half, mm-hmm. pretty much getting his way, but he and a couple of the Denver uh, Bronco players, namely T.J. Ward, are jawjacking back and forth. Next oh, thing yeah. you know, second half comes around. There's a lot of helmet-to-helmet contact, but only yep. one penalty called. Now, damn, sh- damn shame. In, 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 in the first, on the first drive that that uh, Carolina had. Offensive lineman got a personal foul call. And I didn't know that mm-hmm. the NFL adopted the uh, college rule where if you get two personal yep. fouls, you're ejected. Wow. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. but this guy, this guy is just bouncing. Now, granted, it's kind of taunting uh, because there's a, a, a player in front of him, but he's just bouncing and he gets a, a personal foul. Cam got hit in the head multiple times with only one personal foul called. um, And one even looked like the dude launched and went for his head. Um, And to the point where Cam was stretched out on the ground a couple times. Passed the the concussion protocol, but do you think... Concussion protocol. When, when, when did you ever see it? I didn't say that I saw it. Uh, league officials have stated that he passed one, so I guess they oh. checked him out on the sideline or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. okay, okay. But the point is, the point is, you know, he got all. He took a beating in that second half, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. by right, some of those Denver players should have been kicked out. And not seeing this week. What do you mean uh, some Denver players or some of the Carolina players? Denver players. Why the you say Denver? Because the they're the ones oh. that took the shot at Cam. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, I you're would right. hope that Cam's team's not taking shots at him. So you're, you're, you're right. Do you do oh, you they're, feel they're, as though he was? Oh yeah, they were targeting. This, um, I wouldn't say targeting, but. Um, they were um, stretching the the rules. Let me put it that way. And if they weren't being enforced, which obviously 
like you and uh, millions of other people watching TV, saw it, including the announcers. Uh, Chris Collinsworth had mentioned it a few times. Um, then they would keep on doing the same thing until until somebody stopped them. Uh, I got to believe that the officials or the referee, maybe maybe not the referee, but the official that is in charge of um, calling those plays, for whatever reason, decided not to call them, either should have his eyes checked or check if he's competent enough. Because if I can see it, and he's right there on the field, and it's obvious, it's obvious. I know the speed of the game, but it's obvious the shots that he was taking over and over, and nothing was getting called. Um, somebody, the league officials, I know they try to try to clean it up. That they they said they went through the protocol or whatever, but obvious, somebody got need, need to get talked to and says, you know, um, this is the MVP of the league, MVP of the league, face of, <laughs> face of the NFL. Bless you, face of the NFL supposedly. And he was getting treated like that. He was getting treated like he was a rookie in a preseason game. And it, to me, it wasn't right. No way it was even close to being right. I don't care how big and how supposedly tough Cam Newton is. And I could go on about uh, on the political side of this, but I'm going to keep it, keep it just on the sports side. Um, if you know what I mean, I think you do. Yes, I do. Uh, yes. Uh, and And – it wasn't right because the simple fact is he's a quarterback and the league is supposed to be texting quarterbacks up to a certain point and definitely wasn't being enforced in that game. And I'm looking at this game. I'm looking at the shots he taken and I'm wincing because I'm, I'm physically wincing. My eyes are scrunching up and I'm like, Ooh, because the fact is no quarterback should be taking those type of hits. And he was, and they weren't getting called. Well, what's done is done. We'll see what happens on uh, next week when Cam and company goes on the road uh, or host the game. And uh, we'll see what happens with Denver when they go uh, and play the next game. On to week one. Um, and we're going we're gonna to talk about certain players when those games come up. But we – there's some ducks. I'm, I'm just going to put it that way. I believe this week, week one, there are some ducks on the calendar. Um, now, they might not end up being ducks, but I think they're ducks based upon the way I see them playing out this year. Uh, the first duck I see is Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Now, I believe Tampa Bay is going to beat is going to beat the breaks off of Atlanta. I really do. Um, without a Roddy White or a, a Tony Gonzalez, that Atlanta passing attack is not going to be that good. Julio Jones is probably going to get his his you know touches and scores and all that, but Mohamed Sanu. Is not a big person. He's not designed to take a lot of hits uh, with a big body like, you know, Mr. White or Tony G. <laughs> Their tight ends have not stepped up. 
Um, I, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Atlanta, especially when the head coach comes out and says he's going to start splitting the time of Tevin Coleman and Devontae. Um, uh, oh, my gosh. Freeman. Scott Devontae Freeman. Thank you. Devontae Freeman, who last year had a breakout season when he wasn't splitting time. I understand you're trying to conserve a player and, and give him a little longevity, but why change the formula when you have such a, a dynamic uh, running attack as it is? That will help your passing game. On the flip side, Tampa Bay, up and coming. Um, I got to admit, I was wrong even before the season starts. I believe Jameis Winston is not going to be a bust. Um <laughs> I told you that. I, I, I believe, I believe that with all the weapons he has and uh, the decent offensive line he has, what really helped him is the fact that Doug Martin showed up. Of course, he was in it for a contract, I believe, but Doug Martin showing up and actually running the ball along with Chris Sims, that helps that offense and that defense. Um, but I'm going to pick Tampa Bay, and I'm going to give you some of my fantasy predictions, then I'm going to turn it over to Jerry. So Tampa Bay's traveling to Atlanta. Arthur Blank's going to be upset because they're going to open up the season um, with a loss, in my opinion. Uh, I look for Mike Evans to have a monster game here. Monster game. You might even have a Vincent Jackson sighting. Highly doubt it, but you might even do it. That's how bad I think this is going to be. With that being said, Jameis Winston is a must-start if you have him in this game, uh, in my opinion. Uh, As far as the running back situation, I don't know which Doug Martin you're going to get. Are you going to get last year's I'm Hungry Doug Martin? Are you going to get two yards and a cloud of dust Doug Martin, and I'll be injured half the season? If that's the case, you already know Chris Sims is going to get the ball. How much of it you're going to get, he's going to get, I don't know. But either back should feast on this Atlanta defense. Um, I know it's a little improved to stop the run because that's the type of coach you got. But other than that, I, I don't see much coming out of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Matty Ice is starting to melt to the point where he has not been drafted in a lot of fantasy leagues. I noticed that. Matty Ice normally goes like the sixth, seventh round. He didn't go in several of the leagues that I'm in, and I'm in quite a few leagues this year. Um, but there, if you look at what they are, and I'm talking about Atlanta, they want to be a passing team who, who can run. But when you don't have the weapons, it's not going to happen. Again, I'm picking Tampa Bay uh, to win by 10 points in the Georgia Dome. Take it away, JT. All right, the Falcons were number one against wideout yardage and number three allowing only seven scores by a wideout all year. Um, Dan Quinn coming over from Seattle uh, is improving his defense. Won that matchup well against Both close games did the, the uh, um, Falcons lost to the Buccaneers. I see they improved it on defense. 
Uh, you're right. The Matty Ice has got, for whatever reason, well, uh, I, I don't know if I should be saying this, but I, I have it with, uh, uh, I wouldn't say insider information, but information from a reliable source that Mr. Uh, Ryan um, probably had a hard time picking up the offense. That's why he struggled struggled greatly last year. Uh, believe no, it or hold not, on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just can't say that. The reason why I say it's that like, is because yeah. I recall. Now, listen, last year, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. Last year, you said that there was a quite possible, like a 90% chance it didn't happen, but a 90% chance that a lineman from that Atlanta team was going to be coming on the show. Now, he didn't show no, no. up. I don't know what happened. No, no. No, I didn't say a lineman. I said a uh, um, player from the Falcons. I never said a lineman, and okay. I'm not going to reveal because I'm not. I, 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 I'm just going to say it was no, no, a, no. I understand. I understand. I understand. Falcons. Um, and is that is that player still there? That player is definitely still there, and he's okay. de- he's he's a he's definitely a starter. Now, um, okay. I haven't talked to the his representative. Um, but um, I can't promise anything. But it, it could be a possibility if I, I keep get, get in touch with the his representative that I can get uh, possibly his representative and he him on a, on a, uh, uh, on a show at the same time. I have to talk to rep- representative and see what time what type of schedule he has in order to get that done. But uh, what I'm saying is this. Mr. Mr. Ryan, maybe Kyle Shanahan and his um, his uh, uh, offensive scheme is not a comfortable fit for Matt Ryan, um, and and that's why you see that you saw Matt Ryan struggling last year and not looking too um, well in the uh, preseason. Now everything changes when the lights go on for real, and well, what you saw in preseason uh, could change. But I'm I'm picking that even though the Buccaneers beat them twice and swept them last year at home, the Falcons win this. How? Real quickly, how do you see them winning it? They play better defense. They'll, they'll be able to beat um, the uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is not a world beater in, in offense. They do have some weapons, and you named them uh, in uh, Ch- Charles Sims, um, Doug Martin, Mike Evans, Vincent Jackson, and, and Jameis Winston, the uh, captain of the ship. I still think because of the improved defense, they're playing home. It's a division game, home opener. Uh, all and all that good stuff that uh, Tampa Bay with a uh, close win um, pulls us out. Here's the question. Yep. Um, and I, we're going to move on from this game, but mm-hmm. uh, understanding that the defense has to win this game for Atlanta, does Vic Beasley show up and make life miserable for Jameis Winston. 
Beasley's not a big guy. He has a hard time getting off of uh, um, blocks. Um, um, I don't think it's big. It's a big. It's, I don't think it's just Vic Beasley. I think it's going to be a collective uh, from the defense to p- make enough plays. Now, the, the, the Atlanta defense is not world beater by no stretch of the imagination. But collectively, I think they're better than they were last year. Um, and I think they just do enough to give uh, uh, the advantage to the offense of Atlanta to help to help this team get a win. You, know, you, heard, okay. heard the whole, you heard the cliche before that um, it, it's got to be a team effort, special teams, defense, and, and, and uh, uh, offense. Well, and that's no more can it be true than with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, they have to have a total team effort to, 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 to get wins because um, none of their three phases of the game outshine really outshines or outshines uh the other one so it's got to be a collective okay let's move on to the next game buffalo taking on uh baltimore now this isn't a sleeper snore type game i think it's actually a very good game uh and i also noticed this in a lot of drafts no one is drafting joe flacco until like the last round no one is touching Torrey Smith, Mike Wallace, or Perryman either. Also, Jerry's guilty of this. He dropped Justin Forsett, just like a whole lot of other people did. And uh, Baltimore picked him back up. Now, they were only paying him like $3 million. That's okay. chump change. That is chump change compared to what a starting running back in the NFL, um, in the NFL normally gets. So they brought him back. And Terrence West and and all those other guys probably will not uh, start or get the time that Justin well, Forsett is going to get. Well, so what I'm well, saying maybe, is, what I'm saying is, is that Buffalo seems to be the more stable uh, team at this point with their players in position. Now, do I think it's a mistake to discount Baltimore? I do because I believe. They're going to throw the ball a lot more this year. I think Tressman uh, and Flacco are on the same page, and Mike Wallace is going to stretch it along with Steve Smith. If Perryman comes back and is ready to play, which I believe he's supposed to be, he's another one of those guys, but he didn't get drafted by pretty much anybody. Um, an entire offense in the NFL does not normally go undrafted in the fantasy unless – unless there's something really wrong there. Um, I believe Buffalo, they've got a formula here that they're going to use. Shady's going to be healthy and is healthy, I should say. Tyrod Taylor's saying, y'all shouldn't let me go, even though, you know, y'all won a Super Bowl and he has a ring because he was the backup at the time. Um He's in the league, and he's on a better team than what Baltimore is right now. The one scary thing here is Baltimore's defense is still going to be okay. It's still going to be good. Um, How they plan to contain Tyrod Taylor, I don't know. I don't know. He and Sammy Watkins have found each other. He and Clay have found each other. And that defense seems like they're going to, you know, clamp down and play a little better. 
So honestly, even though Baltimore's at home, I think they're going to eke out a win. Just eke it out. But I, I expect Steve Smith and or uh, Mike Wallace to, to burn uh, Buffalo's secondary deep. And that's the difference in the game. Because in all honesty, to me, the the teams are very equal. They're very equal in their gameplay. I just think that Buffalo has it more together at this point, uh, especially at the beginning of the season, than Baltimore. Um, is this a game I start Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor? No, even though you know he's going to run the ball. But he's trying to throw the ball more. Um, I would definitely start Sammy Watkins. Uh, he should have been your number one receiver to begin with, unless you got lucky and was able to draft another high-ranking uh, receiver ahead of him. Uh, but this is an IDP game. Now, if you don't know what IDP means, <laughs> excuse me, if you don't know what IDP means, individ- individual defensive player. This is one of those games where you're looking for C.J. Mosley. You're looking for, uh, not seriously, uh, I forgot the daggone um, – Safety's name that quick, uh, but you're looking for impact players, Daryl Smith, and players like that. They're going to make this an, an interesting game. It's going to be somewhat close, but I think um, Baltimore pulls it out. What you got? Well, I agree with you. I think Baltimore is going to pull this game out. Uh, Rex Ryan is on the hot seat, um, and Baltimore. <laughs> Bless you. Baltimore is a uh, – to me, it's a wait and seek because uh, um, you're right. Joe Flacco and company, um, that the whole offense is question mark. And the reason I dropped Justin Forsett is because I don't believe in that running back. I don't believe in what they're, what they're doing with their running backs. It's going to be running back by committee. They got about four, four running backs, three of them that are healthy – and Kenneth Dixon, um, who is, he's got a sprained MCL, that he he's, uh, won't be active. I think he's on a pup list. He won't be active until the sixth or seventh week. So you don't know who's going to have the hot hand in, in a running back position. So uh, I don't need the headache, and and, and uh, I just I just uh, got rid of him. Um, if these two teams are are pretty close in the ability of each other. And uh, because of that, I'll take the home team because uh, with the home field advantage. All right, let's move on. A game that interests you, of course. Chicago goes to Houston. Now, this is going to be the first time, and I don't know, I don't even think um, Chicago's ever done it until now, but they're going to run a 3-4. With Danny Trevathan at middle along with, um, oh, I forgot the other middle linebacker. But they're, they're building this system uh, to go against a Houston Texans team that looked like they struggled a little bit in the preseason. They didn't look as, as good as, you know, one would hope. Lamar Miller was uh, relatively quiet um, with his new team. Though the plan is to feature him 
And that means run, run, run. If they treat him like they treated Arian Foster, expect 20 to 25 runs per game out of him, even though Osweiler has the big cannon of an arm. Um, I don't think that there's a lot of confidence in any receiver or, or receiving threat other than Hopkins. Um, Jerry can talk a little bit more about Houston on that front, but uh, here's what I want to tell you. Don't be surprised if Chicago wins this game. Oh, come on. The reason why, just, just listen stop. to me. Just, li- just listen. Stop. Listen, I'm going to tell stop. you why. I'm going to tell no, you why. I'll give you, I'll give you an opportunity to go in depth. The hate is real. The hate no, is it's real. Not, there is no hate. I just, I just want you to listen, okay? Uh, the reason why I say this is because Langford, White, and a few others are going to show up. I really think they're going to show up. And when they show up, your team is going to have to answer the bell. Now, does that mean J.J. Watt, who is going to play, steps up and becomes the, uh, the player to make uh, Jay Cutler fumble all the time? Maybe, maybe not. But I honestly think that Langford, who also has, you know, not been seen to, to be a world beater this preseason, but steady enough to hold on to the job, is getting it done. With that being said, I'm going to pick I'm going to pick Houston, but don't be surprised if Chicago wins. Take it away, Jerry. Go ahead. Oh, you have unbelievable uh, uh, blindness to, to what's going on here. Um, I, I can't believe it. You even even came out your face like that. Oh my God! The, the defense ended up top five for limiting limiting passing yards and wideout yards. They only allowed three rushing scores in Houston last year. No runner topped 100 yards there. Only four wideouts scored there in the eight home games. I don't know what you're talking about. They're one of the best defenses, especially at home. And, 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 and this is another tidbit for those people listening. The Bears have played Houston, I think, seven times, if I'm not mistaken, go back in the, in the history, and hasn't beaten Houston once, and they got and they're sporting Jay Cutler with a new offensive coordinator and a new running back, not named Matt Forte, and and you just told me that they're sporting a new defense. Formula for a loss without a shadow of a doubt, and to think that you that the offense was struggling, I don't know what you were looking at. You must have been looking at rose colored glasses or, or tinted glasses or, or glasses that were blinding your eyes because when they had uh, the third preseason game, they were lighting the team up. They were using all the assets. The running back, the two wide receivers, especially uh, Will Fuller, who scored a touchdown in that game, DeAndre Hopkins, and, excuse me, they have uh, another one, another rookie that's going to be uh, uh, surprising people, and Braxton Miller. So even though they have new new pieces, Seems like those new pieces are being incorporated with the new quarterback who has a very big arm and can get those uh, pieces, uh, the ball down the field, along with a top 
five defense going against a team that finished six and ten, even though they were five and three on the road, it's not going to happen in Houston. And Houston is going to win this uh, comfortably, comfortably. I don't know where you think that that uh, Chicago with Jay Cutler is going to beat Houston in Houston. It's not happening. You there? Hello, Victor. Are you there? Hello, Victor. Hello, Victor. Hello, Victor. Hope he didn't fall asleep. Hello, Victor. Victor, are you there? Hello, Victor. Hello, Victor. People, I don't know what happened to Victor. Don't know what happened. Maybe I talked too long and I and I put him to sleep. And the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going to win. Are you there? Victor, are you there? Hello, Victor. I can't hear a word you're saying. Hello, Victor. You unmuted me, but I can't hear a word you're saying. Hello, Victor. I'll call back. See if I can get you, because I, I don't hear a word you're saying. Check, check. Hello? 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 Are Are you awake now? Victor, are you there? I can't hear you. I heard hello, hello, and now I lost you. I can't hear you. Are you with me? Victor, are you with me? I don't know what happened to your mic, but I I lost you. Hello, Victor. I'll call back again. This is very frustrating. Very frustrating, people. Um, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Not sure if Victor can hear me or not. Not sure if he can hear me or not. Like to think so, but I'm not sure. Like to think so. Are you there, Victor? 
Are you there, Victor? So I have to think that Victor is not aromas. Hello, I like to think so, but absolute power corrupts absolutely. Well, I can hear all that, but I can't hear Victor. It's got to be something going on with Victor's mic because I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm hearing myself talk on another computer, so To your mic, I don't know what's going on with your mic, but your mic is the problem. Your mic is definitely the problem. Well, I think the only thing we can do here is to end this show. Uh, unless... unless uh, Unless you want to do something different. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Well, I know absolute power corrupts absolutely, but that's not doing any, anybody any good. I don't know what happened, but uh, I'm not. we're not getting across here, people. And I think the best thing to do to end this show and... Uh, Maybe the applause is telling me yes. Um, okay. Okay. People, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping out of this. And, Victor, the best thing you can do is just to end this show, and we'll take it up next week, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. I'm out of here. See ya. You want to talk smack? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live. You know I got mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We talking fantasy sports.